Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Friday from Barry. Rooftop. Uh, the weather's held out for us. Breeze is nice. We're undercover. Yeah. Uh, upstairs on the rooftop at, at the legendary Barry's. Jay Foreman, I'm pretty sure you have some Barry stories, right? Not too many Barry stories. I've been yeah. down here a few times, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we uh, kicked it pretty hard when we when they did the uh, re- national championship reunion. But uh, I've never been up to the rooftop, man. This is... Uh, we had the great views yesterday from the hotel. Mm-hmm. Great views here uh, at Barry's. Great atmosphere, spacious, good lighting, and all that stuff. Um, you know, it's a lot different than uh, when I was in college, man. Barry's, come register for one of the two pair of tickets for tomorrow's Nebraska Georgia Southern game. So come down, put throw your throw your name in the in the hat per se, and come have a drink with us, and make sure you come out tonight for alumni nights which is from 6 to 9.30 p.m. every Friday during the season with drink specials and the pep band playing at 8 p.m. Hail Varsity! And 9 p.m. the Friday before every home game, including tonight. And alumni gets 10% off purchases with their alumni card. Do you have your alumni card? No. Why not? You're a Hall of Famer. You should have your Hall of Fame card. I'm going to get on that, though. Do you have a Hall of Fame card? No, we got a ring. You got a ring. Yeah. Got okay. A ring. Okay. Yeah, the ring, ring. The ring's better than the card. Yeah. The ring. You got a ring. <laughs> the ring's better than the card. It was pretty cool, though. You know, uh, you had to show it to me. You know, yeah. I never get to see the Foreman collection of goodies and such. That's something we're going to have to do. Uh, Jay Foreman, tell them about our sponsor, the Mercado. The Mercado, the certified Piedmontese de- dealer of certified Piedmontese uh, beef raised right here in Nebraska. Uh, any type of cut of meat that you want. Um, and the Mercado itself is great service, great food, great atmosphere, and they have dessert menu, and they have other styles of or other type, types of meat and cuts that you want. They have a butcher shop, and also with the certified Piedmontese, they have their own special ingredients. So that's what makes it taste so good. The Mercado is the place to be. It's about 84th and Havelock, easy <coughs> access to off of 84th, parking lot, is is good spacious in parking. That's what's big for me. You know, I think as we get older, we worry about stuff like that. Yep. And the uh, service of getting you to your table, making sure you're attended to is awesome as well. The great facility. Uh, yeah, it's really. It's, I'm not really impressed impressed with it. Um, and you know, obviously the certified Piedmontese beef. When you heard when I first heard about, it, I'm like, oh no, you know, because I, you know, beef is beef. Yeah, beef is beef, and steak is steak, but it's definitely different. Definitely good. 402 464 5685. Starter Hemi Text Line. Honda Lincoln Highline. If you want to join us, uh, add to the conversation, hit us with a what's up, and uh, we will read your text and get you into the conversation. I'll repeat that so people understand because people forget. Hit us with a what's up on the text line, and then tell us, you know, make your comment, and then uh, maybe ask your question or whatever it is. Right. Uh, you can check us out 
on the Starter Hammond Live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter Live. You can see what's going on as well. Jay Foreman, uh, through all of what we do from a day-to-day basis, uh, it's rare that we get to celebrate publicly the things that matter a lot to us. Your Bills did the dang thing last night. They Bills did that, and it's like that with Buffalo. <laughs> it's like that. Jake, it's like that with Buffalo. Today is Josh Allen Day. He baptized the Rams last night two or three times. He sealed it with that stiff arm, threw him through the ground. Always, he threw him like he was trying to throw him down to the equator. That was disrespectful. Well, it's disrespectful. Don't run up on me like that, man. <laughs> he said, I'm a quarterback, but I ain't no punk. Then on top of it, then the best part was they said, you know what? You guys got Aaron Donald. You guys think you got the defensive line and the pass rush? We're going to show you what we've been doing all offseason. We ain't going to even blitz. We're just going to go four against five, and we getting home, and we bum-rushing your quarterback. We even bum-rushed your quarterback so much, he tried to throw a no-look pass like he, like, you know, Pistol Pete Maravich. Ernie and, and, DeGregorio. Right. Man, who you think you are, man? This, this, is, this is a different game, man. You know, and, and the great thing about Buffalo and the, the win last night, now granted, it's just one, it's a statement. But generally, the home team and the Super Bowl winning team generally win those. Uh, Buffalo was extremely physical, um, you know, in all three phases, efficient, well-coached. Um, and then they, they held they held the serve, too, when the Rams were trying to score. They played good defense and got off the field on fourth down. So I know that was an enjoyable flight back home, a long flight back home from Buffalo. They get some well-deserved rest. Um, like I said, man, you know, with Josh Allen every year, I think he's pushing the envelope trying to get better. I, I think, you know, all jokes aside, you know, him coming to terms with, you know, hitting the check down mid-range and then getting Knox back, who's, a, you know, one of the top tight ends, to go with what the, they already have at, at the outside position. Uh, you saw Cook play a little bit. Uh, Singletary, Moss got in there, even though, you know, he had to fumble. So he needs to, you know, go ahead and get that under control. And, uh, you know, look, they're they're a well-rounded team. They just got to stay healthy and stay focused. And, uh, you know, they're hungry. You could tell with the way they played, they're hungry. They're, you know, they're they're competitive and they want to do well. And they're they're not backing down from anybody. Um, And so it was a great great victory for Buffalo. And, um, you know, I'm truly happy for them. Who surprised you last night in that one? Uh. Jalen Ramsey surprised me how much he was getting roasted. Because <laughs> here's the thing about young players, man, when you get drafted or you watch the draft. And, and Strick could tell you, I'll tell you, when you're in whatever profession, you always see who your team's drafting or who the other teams draft. So Ramsey was talking about the draft with Allen saying he was garbage. You think he, you know, he, was re- he coming right at you. And you got Stephon Diggs that were generally, a, a, when, when a good corner is going up against, you know, like a top-flight receiver, he'll give him the ultimate respect. Even if you, like, hey, I'm going to dog you on the field. He's like, hey, look, man, I'm, I'm not talking about anybody. I just respect the game. See, that's a backdoor thing, like I don't respect you. Well, then sometimes in, the, in, in football, you got to go out there and take your respect. And that's no different than what should happen over there at uh, one stadium drive tomorrow. You know, if you don't want people to doubt you, you go take the respect. Stop sitting around waiting for somebody to hand you something. Go take it. You know what I'm saying? And, and be forceful with it. And then take it again because, you know, the opportunity that was there for Buffalo last night to step up and play the Super Bowl champs to see where they're at. And, you know, the opportunities for Nebraska there tomorrow is no different. I'll ask you this because I got asked this this morning. It's Jay Foreman. It's the fighting Foreman, right? It's your football team. Yeah. (laughs) Fighting Foreman. Leading the league in penalties. Right, right. But if you could – 
you could take the Super Bowl championship in the ring or or have Mr. Allen as your franchise quarterback going forward. What's your choice? So you're saying whether I want Matthew Stafford or, or Would you Allen? want the ring, the Rams in the ring? Right now. Or Stafford and the ring that you have. Right. Or Allen going forward. You can't have both. Man. That's a hard question because, you know, well, look, that's man, what I, I played, you know, you know, quite a few years and, you know, only played two no. <laughs> playoff games. Um, I guess, the, you know, the missing thing for me is this, you know, a Super Bowl ring, let alone a playoff win. I would probably go with Stafford, but, you know, in the Rams and have the ring because I'm already there. But I'm going to tell you what. There's not too many quarterbacks that I would take right now over Josh Allen and, and including I would take him. I would take Allen ahead of Stafford. So. You know, if if I'll tell you this, if I had to take the Rams right now versus the Bills right now, I'm taking the Bills. You know, um, and, and without you know, obviously everything even. So, look, Stafford's a good quarterback. Josh Allen is a good, going on great, trying to be you know the best that he can be. And and you know, it tells you right there when you're when you have a quarterback that's a difference maker, he sets the tempo for the team. You know, when when he, he talked about after the game going into halftime, three turnovers. And we only and we the game's tied ten ten, and he's like pretty much like look we about to turn up on these cats. That lets you know that that they're going to be in every game and they're ultra competitive. So I I mean I like where they're going. I granted it's a long season, a lot of stuff can happen. They just got to stay consistent. Uh, hopefully, what I talked about earlier this morning with AD and Raf is that uh, you know Buffalo stubbed their toe last year against Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and it was at that time we were like, how, they, we they were must joking. Have, we were joking. They must have either went to TPC Sawgrass and played golf, or they went to uh, a, a Ladies of the Night establishment and then went, showed up and lost to Jacksonville. Local folk dancing. Lo- local, local folk, folk dancing. dancing or you know, we're, we're, or, or, or right, or was out on the fishing <laughs> boat, or or you went fishing on the fishing boat and got out there and got seasick. They anyways, they lost to Jacksonville ten to six, but that affected them. The whole season. What do you call it? The, the local scholarship fund? Yeah, he was doing something. <laughs> uh, whatever you want to call it. Maybe that was it. Or maybe they. She do. trying to go to college, right. too. Right. You know, <laughs> you know the, the connoisseurs of conversation or something. But at the end of the day, you know, they it, it, it hurt their season because they could have had home field advantage playing Kansas City and so forth and so on. So, you know, it's, it's something hopefully they learn from and they're, they're motivated by. And, uh, you know, this is one of seventeen, and they got to take a couple of days off, and they get right back to it. You you mentioned Josh Allen and his place in the game. I'll ask you to place him in the game. You said there are not, not many quarterbacks you would choose ahead of him. Who 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 makes that list? Oh, I'm taking Brady all day long. Okay, uh, okay. Fifty year old Brady, forty five. I'm taking Brady. Um, Troubled Brady, uh, skinny hair Brady. I'm taking uh, them all. Post. I'm taking, I'm taking. I'm taking Brady with the mullet, the long okay. hair Brady. Okay. I'm taking every Brady that okay. you want. I'm taking Tom Brady. Okay. Then of course, probably uh, Aaron Patrick. Ra- Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and then you know Josh Allen's right there. You know, um, I'm going to be interested to see how Patrick Mahomes is this year, because Patrick Mahomes is going to be dealing with what Josh Allen's had to deal with early in his career, without a true difference maker number one on the outside. Um, even though Tyreek Hill isn't the six three, you know, two hundred ten pound number one outside, he is because of his speed. He, he's He's the most. He, I think he's the most explosive player in the league, and I'd be willing to bet if he's not the fastest player in the league, he plays the fastest, mm-hmm. and, he, and he's no more low, no lower than the third, you know, top three 
fastest in the league. And so you don't have that anymore. And, yes, they've had made some good free agent additions, but none of them are Tyreek Hill or demand the type of respect and coverage and constant anxiety that you have playing against them. Anxiety and this is, what, is the word right, I was looking for. This is what people for. don't understand. When you're playing against, like, a Randy Moss, you're on edge because you know no matter you could you could call the best defense, you could play the best defense, and they will still will score. I will tell you this story right here. We played up in Minnesota, Buffalo Bills, and we were always either one, two, or three in defense. We had this defense called Cover Two Moss, and Randy Moss came in the slot, so you got to carry him up the seam with safety. We pretty much told the corner instead of playing in the flat, if there's a receiver out there, you got to play him. We wanted the safety to hang over Moss. So linebacker carried him all the way to the end zone. Safety was there. Dante Culpepper dropped it in there. Randy Moss literally had two of his big toes in there and scored into the first half. There's nothing you can do. It's like a pitcher in the playoffs. Randy Johnson in the playoffs. Great pitching beats a good bat- good batting all the time. So and it's no different than Strick. You know, sometimes you gotta you could do everything you want against Jordan. He's just Jordan, and he'll score. It, it was it was kind of that way. Eric Davis, who played uh, with Carolina, but he was with the 49ers doing their Super Bowl runs and, and such, and he said there were a couple of receivers that when you saw them on the schedule, you lost sleep. Right. You, you thought about them. <laughs> you thought about them. Whenever their schedule release was, like in, say, like April or May, you thought about them all the way until you played because, one, they could go off on you. Number two, you could – it's hard. It, it, you lose a lot of – like as a so for me, I was a defensive captain, you know, or captain, call the defense. I'm thinking about it. The defensive line is thinking about it because the defensive line is thinking about I got to get home or I got to get the quarterback off his spot to help out the second and third level. I'm thinking I need to hurt, help the third level. It's no different if it's Tony Gonzalez, if it's Terrell Owens, uh, it's it, it Jerry Rice or anybody. They just put you on edge, and it takes away from. The other players that are that are quality and high, you know, all pro type of players, where they can get off on you. So it's it's a you know a unique thing that uh, you know that uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to have to deal with in the defense. It's going to be interesting to see how they defend Kansas City early in the season, and then what adjustments the enemy and Andy Reid make going forward. Question for you, Jay Foreman: Who was the best receiver on the field last night, Stephon Diggs or Cooper Cup? Ooh. Man, I'm to, bringing you the heat they, today, they, man. They, I did. Like, I ain't messing with you today. I'd probably say Cooper Cup. He had eleven. He had eleven catches, hundred some yards. I th- I think uh, Stafford fell too much in love overfeeding him, mm-hmm. and you and you neglected Allen Robinson, which I think in turn hurt hurt their defense because even though he had eleven catches, the last few were eight yards and getting clamped on. Yeah. You know, so you're not really you know you know you're not really gutting the defense. So I'd say Cooper Cup was, but uh, Stephon Diggs definitely let you know he is that man, and he and he's ultra competitive. If you're again the fighting foreman, right? Yeah. Um, let's say you're going to go offensively with four receivers. Mm-hmm. Four receivers. Who are the four that you choose from around the league? The four receivers that, as a linebacker, you don't want to see them. The four receivers you don't want your you know that your your DBs well, are going to have two a long from last night. Okay. Uh. Man, two from last night. Okay. I'm going to take one of the LSU guys, so it doesn't matter. Either Jefferson or other. Yeah, so right? that's my th- my third. That's my three. Man, I'm trying to think of all the receivers, and then I'm taking Adams from the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. So then I got – I can have Cooper Cup and Diggs in, in the inside. Mm-hmm. Adams, 
and uh, what you call Jefferson, outside, Jefferson and, and, and the outside, and then I can flip them if I want to. With those four receivers, and we're setting up the NFL season. Who's your who's your who's your mail carrier back back behind your quarterback? Oh, Derrick Henry. We're punching holes in. We are straight punching you dead in your face, and I'm telling you, he's coming too. Because I'm gonna either have two or three tight ends in there, or I'm bringing them back up linemen in. I say, here we come. We ain't gonna have a receiver out there, and we coming. Just gonna grind. You people don't realize how big that brother is, man. Six four, two hundred fifty five pounds, running four four forty. And is running behind his pads. And the weirdest, most unicorn ankles of any big right. man I've ever seen. But then he, he looked like he got tight hamstrings and he roll out on you, though, don't he? Yeah, like it, but that's how you run behind pads. Right. Like, I always thought hamstring work, like, I could tell a running back who runs behind his pads. He got hamstring muscles. Right. <laughs> Ski dudes don't have those. Like, yeah. it's like, no, nah, I, I run from a court. No, this, yeah. is, this is a dude that yeah, he, he didn't miss leg day. And, and the thing he, is. He gets stronger as the game goes on, man. And you see, the thing is, like, when I played, and I don't know about this for Strick because Strick's right here, there's some guys, some running backs that you played with and you knew you had, a like, a beat on them. If you get off on them early, they w- they don't quit, but they lose their confidence, right? Yeah, yeah. So the one thing I remember this, and I think Fred Taylor should be in the Hall of Fame, but we always said we got to get on him early and don't give him any space early. Because if he starts breaking on you like early, you go, he gonna hit you for two fifty. Because I don't remember remember the Sunday night game when when they ran through Pittsburgh and he ran for like two hundred seventy five yards and he had two sixty. Because Fred Taylor was six two and a half, six three, two twenty five, and it, when he played was the fastest guy in the league. Mm-hmm. So he outrunning angles, DBs, corners, and he definitely outrunning Jay Foreman. Because I'm right. Because because if I'm chasing him, I'm I'm showing good effort. I'm just going right to the sideline. Yeah, you know what? And you, give me a Gatorade right, if you, I don't feel go block. You in the film, but you not in the film. Yeah, because you ain't gonna have me. You ain't gonna have me. <laughs> like they'll see your face mask in your in the film. But I'm gonna be running like uh, me and you gonna be running next right. to each other, and then I'm just gonna veer right off. You ain't gonna have me on on his highlight tape on ESPN, oh. forty yards behind him, and they be like, man, you know, you just looking like you pulling a dump truck. Man, you ain't, you ain't gonna get me like that. Yeah, and whatever he see you at an alumni event right. you just get yeah. a head nod yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so some guys like that you got to do but derrick henry is a type of back that where he gets stronger and backs like that are are uh hard to deal with because those are the ones that are going to continue to do the right things do the right things and once you make one mistake they're going to make you pay for it I, I think the payoff is important when it comes to nfl play hey, the, your ability to finish. To, to finish and have the receipt. Yeah. Like, there are a lot of guys that show up. They're in the neighborhood. They're around the, around the play sort of dudes. But those dudes who, who get receipts, and that used to be a John Thompson thing yeah. about his big men. Our big men get receipts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to, you, you know, know I mean, you know, like, we're talking NFL, but, like, with the look, with Nebraska's team, you know, you think about them a lot, a lot you know, and – you know, Strick's here. So, you know, like I love basketball. So a lot of the analogy, I think it all crosses over. Yeah. There's some basketball players like to play clean. They like to, you know, pick, you know, let the pick be all nice and all that. They don't like getting bumped off the pick and all this other stuff. And football players are the same. They don't want you to be jamming. They don't want you to be grabbing on their jerseys and all that. Right. But you know what? To be honest with you, when you play in competitive sports, you got to be straight up grimy and it's got to be dirty. Not dirty in the sense of you trying to hurt somebody, 
but dirty that we compete in, and I don't want you to catch a ball or, or get another yard under any circumstances. So how does that correlate to Nebraska, right? Offensive line, the, you know, I would implore them to finish somebody after a play. Don't block until you think Strick is where he needs to Past be. Past you. Because then DP gets off and, and tackles him at six yards, and Strick could be at 20 uh, defensively. When you're running games or you're running tackling somebody or you're rushing the passer, I mean, it's a you got to be like a crazy wild man. You that, know, you, that, you stop but, playing so clean, stop being so nice, and, and be straight up nasty. You can be the nicest guy that you want out, 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 when you're walking the streets, right? Mm-hmm. You got, you got, you know, the, the, they say you really, to be honest with you, you know, whether people recognize it or not, like you need to be dangerous, right? You, you, and everybody knows if you're dangerous, where you can just flip the switch and go black. You know, eyes go black, right? If you're mm-hmm. dangerous. But you need to know how to contain it. That's the way you play football. When you're out here and, you 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 know, you can open the door, yes, sir, no, man. But when you get on that field, hey, man, I might have to poke your eyes out. I might have to grab somewhere underneath the, uh, underneath the pile. You know, I might accidentally get, you know, my sweat in your face or something. Or I might just talk crazy to you or something. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win this game. I, I under any th- that, means necessary, without trying to hurt you, like injure you. Th- now that, I'm going to hit you to hurt you, though. Well, you know th- what that's saying? the purpose of the hit, right? I ain't hitting you to do, like, just go through the motion. I am hitting you every single time to destroy you. I really that's where the where I wanted to go with it because tomorrow night in that building right across the street, yeah. They have the opportunity to change the trajectory of the program, the entire the start, program. The start of it, yeah. Well, well, yeah, here's, here's that's where the party starts. Well, well, sometimes you start in the dark, like the yeah. work done in the dark. This yeah. is in the dark. This yeah. is before you get to the but light the in Oklahoma yeah. and all that stuff. No, no, no. This is the dirty, grungy. You make a statement on these garage. Dudes, man. This is the this is the this is the this is a body bag game. Right. If, yeah, okay. if this is the body bag, if game. they're truly, if, if you about that, if you are, if you are about that, like my bills were last yep. night, and we're gonna be about that in two weeks when we play the Dolphins, you know what I'm saying? You get out there and you come across the middle. I want, you, hey, dude, I'm trying to knock your head smooth off. I, that's your what, body. We'll we'll go to break. I'm yeah. telling you, that's what I want to talk about when we come back from the break because I want to talk about those nice guys up front and how they've set it up, and we will see. More about who they actually are tomorrow night. We'll toward the break. We're live from Barry's up on the rooftop. Uh, we're giving away two pair of tickets uh, for the Georgia Southern game. All you can do is come and put your name in the box. Come on up, say hi, give us a fist bump, uh, say what's up. We'll do that as well. As a matter of fact, uh, we may have some other stuff that we want to give away as well, some big red towels that we've got. We can throw those in the giveaway as well. But we're live from Barry's rooftop. Come on down to see us. We'll be here till 6 o'clock. They are open all night. It's alumni night here at Barry's. Stop on through.